Hello folks, welcome to episode 4 of the all-time best music show, Adam's my name, Big Ads, as I like to call myself, and uh, look, the last few episodes we've focused a little bit on alternative music, um, I talked about Smells Like Teen Spirit, talked about my three favourite songs of the alternative music era, and even last episode we did one on music video shows, which we, we talked a little bit about couple of alternative music shows but through the week i was watching eminem's uh, rock and roll hall of fame induction and uh, it got me to thinking about um well he actually in the rock and roll hall of fame induction he went through a list of the rappers that influenced him and it was a pretty comprehensive list <laughs> he'd done some work on this as well because he was walking through alphabetically all these incredible rappers and uh it got me to thinking, well, normally I do, I've got a very broad musical range and we're only very much at the beginning of all of the music I listen to, um, including rap and hip-hop, and I started to think about, well, who are my favourite rappers? Who are the people that I I really love? Now, uh, with that having been said, I try and nail these down to just three rappers, uh, try and really just get it down to three of my favourites. Now, I'm going to say this every single time. The, the all-time best music show is my own personal walk down music, my own personal musical memory lane, and it's um very much about the stuff that I I liked and the reasons I liked it. And so I, I sort of started to think about well, who were the rappers that I really loved growing up, and who are the ones that I still love to this day? So I created a list, and I've got my three. And as I said, they're not the best ever. Don't let, by all means not. This is not the the case, but they are certainly the ones that I love. But I've got a bunch of special mentions before we do that. Um, Everlast from the House of Pain, uh, the, most of the Two Life Crew, uh, Buster Rhymes, one of my favourites. Again, most of the Wu Tang Clan, but specifically the Ghostface Killer, who I think is fantastic and did a killer rap on um, an Amy Winehouse song, uh, you, you Know I'm No Good, um, well, a version of that. Uh, the Method Man, I love Mr. Meth, um, you know, absolutely brilliant. The Old Dirty Bastard, the ADB. Now, the ADB had this really interesting style, really different from everybody else. Now, I'm going to chuck Tupac in the list. Tupac wasn't a big influence on me in terms of the rap music I listen to. I don't really know why. I just never gravitated towards him. Um, and same with Easy E from NWA. Not a big fan of his either. Speaking of NWA, we've got Ice Cube on the list. Um, again, Love Cube. Probably, if I had to be pushed, he'd be maybe number five on the list. But again, not not in my top three. Uh, Chuck D from Public Enemy. Not Flav, because Flav was a hype man in my opinion. Snoop, absolutely. Cypress Hill, Be Real, and Send Dog from Cypress Hill. Uh, Jay-Z, absolutely. Um, probably one of the best to ever do it. But And again, he's probably number four on my favourite list. Ad-Rock and MCA from the Beastie Boys. And again, Mike D, cool, but Ad-Rock and MCA, MCA just had... Uh, the coolness factor in droves and of course the the one that most people will go well he has to be on your list but um, he's just not would be Biggie 
Um, Biggie's not on my list. Um, and just because um, he's not a, he's not, he wasn't an influence. And he wasn't, he wasn't as big in Australia as he was perhaps in the States. But some of those other bands, I mean, people like Run DMC, they were certainly there as well. Um, and they were definitely in the mix, but they're not, they weren't there as well. Uh, you know, people ask me, you know, should you have put, I don't know, some Aussie rappers in there? Love Bliss and Esso, if they're in, if they'd have to be in there too. But my three favourites, and I'm going to do this, I'm probably going to do this in no particular order, but it probably kind of is an order, if that makes sense. Number three is Dr. Dre. And uh, now he'll tell you he's a producer. He's not. He's a rapper. His early stuff, it was him finding, you know, the stuff with NWA, it was him finding his voice. But nobody took over the world quite like Dre did with The Chronic. And then, of course, The Chronic 2001, amazing. Um, it, you know, introduced Eminem to the world. The Chronic, of course, brought Snoop Dogg out into the light. Just phenomenal. But I, I put Dre on that list because one of my favourite rap songs of all time, and then his park, um, was California Love. I just love that song. It doesn't... I defy you to listen to California Love and not love that song. The beat, the, the coolness of it, the lyrics, and, you know... So I have Dre, but of course, you know... Um, he did Bad Guys Always Die off the Wild Wild West soundtrack. It's one of my favourites as well. All the stuff he's done with Eminem, including Guilty Conscience. Um, Natural Born Killers by with him and Cube, and they kind of reunited after the breakdown of NWA. Of course, all the NWA stuff. His influence from a producer's perspective on the musical landscape is second to none. But from a rapper perspective, I think he was really underrated. And... Um, so here's my number three. I love listening to him. My number two is on most people's lists and certainly um, right up there. It's Andre 3000. Another Dre. <laughs> another Andre. Andre 3000 from Outcast. Now, you could also argue Big Boy, but Big Boy's a straight-ahead rapper. He's just... he's There's a thousand dudes that sound like Big Boy. But Andre, take out Hey Ya, forget about that. Miss Jackson, Roses, he's B.O.B., um, but stuff that he did, I think of him as also kind of the king of the guest spots, and there's two that really spring to mind. One was a, um, a Kesha song that the name escapes me at the moment, but he killed the rap. And then the other one was a, a song by a, a, a man named Lloyd, and an artist named Lloyd, and the song was Dedication to My Ex. And he just does this rap in the middle of it that is just... His delivery is so cool. His delivery is so, you know, just on point. It just, yeah. Again, it's one of those songs that whenever it comes on, I just love it. Um, he's just, a, his wordplay, his use of lyrics, his cadence, it's fantastic. So he's number two. And uh, number one is the great white hope of hip-hop. Um, at 50 Cent, actually, there's another person probably should have been on. Well, he, he's not one of my favourites, but he's a good rapper. Um, but 50, there's an interview with him that you'll see if you look at social media where he talks about the fact that um, hip-hop is black music. 
and most people can't manage the fact that the best artist in the game is a white dude, and that's Eminem. Um, from his stuff with D12, which I absolutely loved, it's really weird. It's like psychopathic, but fight music from the, D12, the first D12 album is one of my favorite our songs of all time. He came out... Now, I understand that in America, you know, there, there had been white rappers. There had been the House of Pain. There had been Vanilla Ice, Third Base. Um, they were moderately successful. But Eminem, and I don't think people understand this, Eminem was the Elvis of the rap world. And what I mean by this is, rock and roll was black music until Elvis came along and introduced it to the white world. He took it mainstream. He made it palatable. In a, in a, in a time when America was deeply racist, this is what you need to understand, in a time when it was deeply racist, Elvis made rap music palatable. I mean, rock music palatable, I should say. And there's an argument that Eminem kind of did the same. Now, some doors had been kicked down. We had seen... We had seen, of course, Run DMC and Aerosmith do Walk This Way, which introduced Run DMC to a whole new audience. We'd seen Anthrax and Public Enemy do Bring the Noise, which again introduced that mu- those those two groups to a whole new audience. And in the in the early to mid nineties, Cypress Hill really struck a chord uh, with the alternative music crowd. They really jumped off a little bit now there wasn't that there weren't necessarily a white rap group in in although their dj certainly was but um and and house of pain had had some success with jump around but they weren't considered to be i don't think a really legitimate rap group in a sense of they didn't have that kind of gangster rap credibility that hardcore credibility. But Eminem came out into the world and he took what was effectively a black music style and made it his own. And Dre is uh, quoted as saying he, he didn't know how many racists he had around him, how many people were against him working with a white artist. Dre knew from the minute that he heard him that he had something incredibly special in his hands. And really Eminem kind of changed the world. You know, if you think about what he did, the level of success he had. But the thing with Eminem, like a lot, like say for example, like someone like Vanilla Ice, Vanilla Ice was a novelty act and he was a one hit wonder. Eminem produced consistently incredible music, consistently incredible raps. He just did amazing things. Now, I guess here in in America, it was probably different in that he really probably did take white music. And in and, and one of his songs, he talks about that every black fan he's got is because of Dr. Dre and every white fan the Dr. Dre's got is because of him and he probably did that I don't know that it was necessarily the same here I don't think I never I never I never listened to Eminem because he was white and I don't think there were people walking around not listening to rap music because it was done by black people here in Australia like I just don't think that was the case but he um he certainly in the states took it to a whole new audience and here he was just good like, he was just good. Now, arguably, his early stuff was novelty. Um, like, Hi, My Name is... You know, that was probably a little bit of a novelty song. 
But when you got into his catalogue and when you really started listening to what he was doing lyrically and musically and sonically, you knew he was something special. He was a different animal. And that is where Eminem stands head and shoulders above the crowd. He's a battle rapper. You can't beat him. He will not back down. He has taken all of his pain and all of his trauma and every bad thing that ever happened to him. He's put it out there into the world. He's made movies. He's a funny dude, interestingly enough. Pretty insightful into what he does now. And just a yeah, really interesting, interesting man. Uh, he, he really has. And, and he was quoted uh, as saying that he didn't think he was going to make it into the, to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because he's a rapper. But I'll argue that he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because he did exactly the same thing that Elvis had done 50 years previously. And that is, he had taken a style of music that wasn't meant for him, and he made it his own. Hope you enjoy that one, folks. Now, if you want to give me your favourites in the social in the post, please do so. Love to hear your comments on this one. Love to hear what your three favourite rappers are. But in the meantime, stay safe, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the All Time Best Music Show. Mm-hmm.